Welcome to Experts Explain. Today, we attempt to continue our series of episodes on teachers' English training in Algeria. And one of the controversial topics is the effectiveness of translation in learning. For that, we are pleased to kick off the discussion by introducing two specialists in the field, Professor Bashir Bouhania from Adrar University and Dr. Nasira Hudban from Bethlehem University. Very warm welcome to you, sir and ma'am. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Yasmin Bukhalkhal, for this invitation, for giving us that space to uh, expand the issue of using English as a medium of interaction, especially in non-English classes with the uh, teachers who, not, who are not specialized in English. Okay, you are the most welcome. I'd like to start with a broad question, uh, Professor Bashar and Dr. Nasera. Where do you see yeah. the place of translation in English learning in general? Okay, thank you. So, as I said to Yasmin uh, a while ago, that I am a, a sociolinguist, uh, not a translator uh, uh, in origin. So, I am going to try to answer this question, uh, bearing in mind that everything that we, we do while we are translating in fact is uh or depends on the uh the target language and in particular the the culture the target culture so everyone knows that that translating is not just translating words for words but it is much more translating ideas and concepts and cultural concepts in particular from one language into another so nowadays uh with the generalization of you want the implementation of English at all higher educational level is is not an option. It is uh, obligatory, right? now. It is obligatory. So this means that this is a lot of work waiting for the translators uh, to do. Uh, in particular, that there are many uh, branches and disciplines at higher educational level which are still in French, like medicine, like science and technology, and so on and so forth. Now, uh, the, uh, the, the, the translation of uh, these modules or these disciplines, whatever we call them, specialties, from French into English uh, may seem to be uh, easy because it's just a matter of translating from one language into another, some, uh, some concepts. But the, the problem will be with, with uh, taking into consideration the cultural uh, context of Algeria, okay? Mm -hmm. So whenever we translate, we must know where we are and from where we are starting to translate to where we are going to translate. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I think that it's not just a matter of using English, but it's a matter of translating to English something that is particular to Algeria. Uh, Dr. Yasmin, uh, yes. would you please uh, repeat the question? Uh, the question, it is a broad one. So I have asked you, where do you see the place of translation in English learning in general? Here we are not being specific. We are not asking about the ESP teachers yeah. or the teachers that yeah. we are training, but in general, in learning in general. Yeah. Uh, translation uh, is broadly speaking, in its broad sense, it is, let's say, a medium. Also, we can say it is a medium 
okay of the transition from the source the source language to the target language here i don't specify which language which is the source language and which is the target language whatever the context is we need translation whatever the source language is and whatever the target language is however when we uh, have to speak about translation we need of course the specialist or specialized translators in doing that job translation yeah. because it, it requires appropriate strategies appropriate techniques stages steps and even why or why we translate what is the aim is it to translate just terminology or we translate meaning like translating abstracts from chinese let's say to arabic or french so what i need what is the meaning or the uh, the purpose being translated behind translating such uh, such uh, 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 spoken or written or uh, a form of language either a source language from source language to the target language this is that's why i say the most important uh, issue or a prerequisite to say that the translators fulfill the task of translating is to be let's say equipped with the uh, would say equip it with the different aspects of the domain of translation like how to use its strategies what different types of translation which type i will, will use and steps that i follow the process of translation and because i say that translation is it is the tmt translation is a mean of the translation uh, transmission or transition from a source language to a target language, whatever the context is, the same way, the same steps, the same uh, prerequisites. This is what can I say, broadly speaking. And if we move to ESP, we will see another issue, inshallah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I think that you have raised an important point, which is the importance of culture and the type of translation. I think it is important to mind that uh, teachers who are being trained or who aim for ESP are not professional translators. But there are difficulties they face, they face in translation that is at the level of meaning and at the level of form. Yeah. Starting with the level at the level of meaning, I'd like to quote from Nelson Mandela, who says, "If you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head, and if you talk to him in his own language, that goes to his heart." So we already see the difference in meaning perception in uh, native native language up, uh, in relation to the uh, foreign language. So what do you think about that? What is the the role of translation is securing meaning perception through languages. If there is such a possibility. Uh, still, I give the floor to uh, Professor uh, Bashir Bukhania uh, uh, to enlighten us. Aspect, then it's, uh... Thank you, thank you, Nasir. Uh, it's very kind of you. Uh, I always remember when we were magister students in Oran. Uh, our teacher, uh, Professor Dekak Mohammed, has told us that, you know, 
the, the, the difference between a mother tongue, for example, and a language that you learn, what we call L2 or L3 or whatever, what you learn at school, the main difference is that your mother tongue is beating inside of you. It's beating in your heart. And the best example that he has given us and that I myself give to my students in class is that if, if you are really angry and you want to insult someone or you want to use swear words or whatever, in what language do you do that? Which one do you feel? It's your mother tongue. Mother tongue, yes. Not the other one. It's never the other ones. The other ones, I'm using the pool, that you have learned at school. So it's the same thing like when you are translating. You are translating from a language to another, not in matter of words, as I said in the beginning, but in matter of concepts. So to be a good translator, uh, translate, uh, sorry, to be a good translator, the translator himself needs to know not only the language or the target language, mm. but he needs to know the culture and the people of that language. Okay? If you ask someone here in Algeria, why do you work? That is the, the minimum. Why do you work? He would say in Arabic, translate it into English. I am working for the bread, which for the English people doesn't have any meaning. Yeah, yeah, this is indeed. Yes. Indeed, you see? So, another, sorry, sir. Another example, just to, to fulfill this example, like in Algeria, we can say, uh, okay, so how yeah. can you translate the use of metaphors? Yes, idiomatic expressions, you can say, or we can say, so this is the problem. Okay. Yes, that's why that's why translating is not easy, it's not easy. Uh, I always uh, get angry when my colleagues, I mean from the other departments, come and tell you, please, can you translate this quickly? I told them, well, what do you think of translating? It's just translating like that, word for word. It's not translating word for word. We need to go inside the context. We need to know the culture where we are going and so on and so forth. So it takes time. It's not a matter of dictionary words. Or Google it Translator. Mm -hmm. Yes, for Translator. It is a time-consuming job. It's really, really exhausting. It's not easy. Okay? That's uh, why I said to Yasmin just a while ago that uh, if we want to translate the higher educational system, it's not going to be easy. And it is going to take a long time. And here we go back to the question that was raised. That is one part of the question was, do we need specialists? Yes, we need specialists. We cannot translate without the help of specialists. Okay. Make clear. Mm -hmm. And this is going to take us to one very fundamental question and problem and issue with the new uh, implementation of English at the higher educational level, which is the teachers. The teachers of these specialized fields and disciplines, those who are going to teach science, technology, mathematics and so on and so forth in English, who are they? Are they the specialists or are they translators, which is not the same thing? So mm -hmm. here uh, we can say, sir, that the teachers here are uh, subject uh, specialists, not translation specialists. And yes, you think? If, we speak, if, if, we, if we speak about the non-English uh, teachers, uh, mm -hmm. here, of course, we raise another question. Uh, as you have raised the, before, we need uh, specialists. But when, uh, according to you, 
according to you, if we need to implement the uh, English uh, as a medium of interaction mm -hmm. in non-English mm -hmm. classes, and it is of course a decision maker, uh, decision maker making for the uh, authority, not in the higher education. It's mm -hmm. not me or you. So how did we implement this uh, EMI or English as a medium of trans uh, interaction? Yes, and at the same time we face another problem: the TM uh, transition. Who will translate for the teacher? Will yes. be a translator or will be a teacher? Here the question yeah. is raised. So yes, this is this is one of the main questions that we raise in the commission, the doctoral commission. Uh, uh, among which I am a member, uh, yeah. or, sorry, I am a member. And we said that you are asking us to prepare programs and so on and so forth. These things are very easy. Yes. That, but the, the biggest issue yeah. is who is going to teach that English? Who? If you are asking the teachers from departments of English, they can't because they already have their, 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 their jobs to do in the right. departments. So how can they go and teach? uh other students from other disciplines how can uh, they teach let's say medical medical teachers uh, let's yeah. say mm -hmm. how can they use uh, english as a medium it means moving transition from uh, using french as a medium as a, a medium of interaction to use english as a medium of interaction they will mm. face uh, problems to problem of language itself because they they are knowledge specialists but they lack the language which is one hand and they lack the way of translating what i translate exactly and how to use appropriately a translation to what to make learners perceive the meaning exactly as the teacher wants it according to the aims and the objectives of the lectures of the courses so here yeah. i can say that here uh, we speak about translation in education Mm -hmm. We have the raised the translation in general. Then we have translation in education, and exactly in the non-English classes. Okay, here we have to speak about the exactly translation in classes or non-English classes. So what happened inside that class? This is the issue that will be raised exactly. Inside the class, we have teachers from other disciplines and we have learners and we have the medium, which is English. What is the, this is, it's, it's like a, a triangulation. It's like a channel and mm -hmm. translation mediates this channel the speaker the teacher the it will be a practitioner here mm -hmm. teach the english so here the problem is inside the classroom Should yeah. exactly how the teacher can prepare the course and deliver the meaning the meaning of the course and avoid the misleading of the meaning of the course and mm -hmm. issue that because i have taught uh, different specialties as an esp teacher in mm -hmm. different fields and myself as my experience i have faced the problem as a teacher i have the language yes i have the language but i haven't the knowledge of the discipline like yes. economy like like uh, uh, let's say computer sciences so here the problem what is the problem is i have to use translation when i use it sir when exactly 
what time, what I will translate all the lecture using the, the source language, the, uh, let's say the French or the Arabic, mm -hmm. or I translate only the, the concepts exactly yeah. only. Yeah. So here, this is the issue that we will raise in this session, I think. Okay. This is my uh, inter. Yes, and I think that uh, the problem is also with uh, the teachers themselves. I mean, those who are not specialists, yeah. if they are just translators, there is that question of mastery of the language. Would they master English yeah. so that they can uh, they can send the message appropriately to the learners? Because it's not a matter of translating words. You know, we all know the term terminology, yeah. isn't it? The terminology that's very easy you tell them here are the words that you need technical words technical concepts and so on and so forth but put that word in a sentence in a simple sentence it's okay but if it is a complex sentence if the tense is in the past or in the pluperfect or if it is in i don't know mm. would the learner know how to do that and would the teacher himself know to do that i'm not saying that the teacher are not at the level they are not up the level but i am saying that this is a challenge to them this okay? is indeed yes yes and we indeed. said during the commission we told them you need first to think about the teachers who are they going to be are they specialists in the field to whom we teach english so that they become teachers of their field and of english if you want at the same time or are they going to be translators how many translators do we have in algeria do we have enough translators to come teach? Uh, we can't, we don't. We don't have. Yes. We don't have. Here in Adra, you know, here in Adra, the whole Adra city, which is very big, there is no translator. There was one, but he left. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, who are we going to use? The teachers of English? The teachers of English, they have, have already their duties. Yeah. They, they cannot be the translators. And not all teachers of English master french and english to the point they can be they can translate them no maybe arabic english maybe but french english no not all of them okay it's very uh, the, the number is very very reduced for for uh, of the people who can translate from french, french into english i mean here in other i'm not talking about uh, no sir here in uh, at batna university of course mm. uh, we have to say the uh, francophones uh, speakers let's say there is mm. a little bit uh, differences between french and english those who mm. master english and the, like the word the communication it mm. is written the same and the mm -hmm. problem is how to pronounce. The problem what here we speak about yes. French and mm. English. We speak about the pronunciation, the exact pronunciation, because here we need to reach fluency. We need yeah. to, the aim is communicative purpose, means we need our learners uh, learn that field or that, that, that specialty in English. We would uh, to master English, to master the knowledge, uh, the knowledge of this discipline. And mm to master the English itself. So here's the problem when we speak about the francophones uh, teachers and uh, uh, let's say uh, anglophones teachers, here the, uh, the, there's no the difference clear, there's a big difference between words from English to uh, 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 English. However, when we speak about the Arabic teachers, 
here it is the problem. I know some teachers, Arabic teachers, belong to the Arabic disciplines. They really face problems in French, English. How would you? How would you prepare them and train them to manipulate and to use English as a medium of communication or interaction within their classes? And another another problem also it can be raised before the, before giving the, the project of English as a medium of interaction is the age aged teachers according to you are they ready? We can speak about readiness. Readiness of yeah. the teachers, readiness mm -hmm. of the teacher. In addition to their work, busy, they are busy in teaching, in correcting, in and another age is a problem, and another uh, fact which is the obligatory use, the obligation to use what the Moodle platform at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, here right. are are let's say are facing uh, a challenge. A challenge. This challenge of what using English, using Moodle, and uh, let's say a, tra a transition from Arabic to English or from French to English. We have many many issues here. Uh, how to make them clear? How to filter them? How to classify them in terms of uh, importance? In terms of easiness? In terms of the, uh, you see, this is the problem. Age of the teacher. Some teachers need to get their uh, uh, retreated. Mm. Yes, that's right. Excuse me, just before yeah. going to that, uh, I I'd like to summarize what you have uh, what you have said, and please correct me if I'm wrong. So you have said that teachers are not able to translate the curricula themselves, but they need the help of translators, right? Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, the teachers who are specialists in their field, they are not able to yes. translate because they need more than the terminology or the technical words. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even if, my question is, even if they reach the advanced level in learning English, advanced or at least intermediate, the teachers who are specialized in uh, their field. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, if if they reach a, 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 an advanced level, you mean, for example, the C1 or C2? Maybe, yeah. They are not yes, even, okay. not, they are able to translate at this level? So, we go back to what Dr. Nasir said. We are talking about age. Age, if you quote, if you want, you find the synonym of age, it's time, isn't it? Yeah, so, sure. how much time would it take them to have that advanced level? This is the question that I bring. Means we have to stop the the project until we reach we reach the that that uh, that uh, uh, let's say proficient proficiency or efficiency. Yes, that's what, that's what we said in the commission, the doctoral commission, that we need first to train the yes. teacher yes. to train them, and then at that time we can say that we can implement. The, the English language at higher educational level. Yeah. So this this is not uh, what we have in reality right now. Right now they would like to implement it right now. But uh, you know when we talk about language planning, language planning is always vis-a-vis -vis or par rapport à, to, to time. It's always with time. Mm. The time factor is very important. You cannot apply any language planning just uh, in one click like that, uh, mm -hmm. okay? It, it has to be well thought, well considered, 
and then you start applying it step by step slowly not from one day to another or today uh, the the uh, decision makers as you said say something and tomorrow we have to apply it no we are not playing football match even a football match is done with trainings with tactics with techniques and so on and so forth yeah. so this is education education needs to be well considered well thought by experts by specialists by didacticians by everyone who can help yeah. and we are not against the idea no one is against the idea but we would like to have time to do it Sir, you have, you have raised the point, sir, that I uh, think that it is very interesting. We need mm -hmm. training first, then we implement this. This is normally the logical order. This is any project normally, should be yeah. well calculated. If we speak about uh, pen and paper, we calculate things like this logically. Then yeah. the question that is that can be raised here, sir. I I speak about my Batna <laughs> University. Uh, who you said that the uh, didacticians who will be uh, responsible for that trade. The question is who will be responsible? Keep mm. uh, the formation, if we can say. Mm. Who mm. are they here mm. in a, in a Batna University? the uh, the only training is done at the level of the core intensive you can say according yeah. to you, the core intensive here uh, between parentheses of course according to you those teachers are qualified to train such an uh, a big project uh, mm -hmm. teachers are master teachers maybe just master yeah. teachers they teach in that center, if you say. So I, I propose, I propose in my, uh, as Yasmin knows, that uh, I propose a project which is normally we create, uh, uh, let's say, a cell named uh, ASP educational cell for teachers training for teachers non English classes. Who will train them? it is the department of english who is responsible for training teachers means each teacher at the department of english would be responsible uh, to teach uh, a department uh, let's say scientific uh, computer sciences we send a teacher there if they cannot we cannot provide classes we haven't enough uh, classes to train them we there to their, uh, their, their departments and we teach them uh, English specific purposes how to teach how to, to prepare a course design let's say how to prepare your course in English rather than French but I said that if the training is done at the level of uh, intensive uh, courses they think that it will be a big failure we cannot reach that high qualified profession teachers or practitioners that will use English as a medium of interaction in their, their, their classes. I think I'm sure 100% and this is a waste of time. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. We know that in these centers, les CEL, les centres d'enseignement intensif des langues, that the majority of the teachers are not, uh, that is, they don't have the, um, uh, the diploma, the diploma that uh, we need at university levels, uh, for example, yeah. magister and and, uh, and yeah. doctorate. Uh, the majority are vacater, uh, vacater, which means that they either work in secondary schools or intermediate schools, yeah. or they are master students. 
Master mm. Sudik, Master Ran, or Master Two. Mm. Uh, we are not saying that these they, these people do not have uh, the level, or we just yeah. say that they need. They also themselves need training. They need yeah. training themselves before we start teaching. Uh, as uh, you see, uh, this year they would like to start teaching English to all, all doctoral candidates. All doctoral students are going to to be taught English. Uh, obligatory English and uh, technologies of communication and information. Yes. All of them, obligatory. Three so, years, I think. Three years. Uh, of three years, yes. yes. Three years of English and uh, technology of information and communication. Yes. Uh, so, so uh, we said in the, the, the various uh, meetings that we had that uh, we need first to know who is going to teach them because these people come from different from different uh, perspectives, that is, they come from different uh, disciplines and specialties. Uh, you know, if you start uh, by uh, the uh, by teaching them as though they have the level uh, and the beginners, yeah. And some of them, believe me, I had the, the chance to to read articles of some of my colleagues from the other departments, articles written in English. They have a very good level. Yeah, yeah. We have even some of them who are teaching, for example, in, in social linguistics, in the Master on Linguistics and Didactics, we teach statistics in English. Yeah. And we have teachers from the Department of Economics mm. who come to teach our students in English, a very good English. Yes. So the lessons are not the same. But imagine that imagine that one of these doctoral candidates has a C1 or already C2 level. And he is going to be taught English by someone who is just a master student who is not at the level, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So it's really a waste of time, a this, waste. Of time. This is okay? I agree totally agree with you, sir. This is the problem. Yeah. Who yeah. are uh, readiness? Readiness. Uh, the problem of being ready. Being ready not yeah. only the, in the, the preparing the project, the project. It's ready, mm -hmm. but but who will teach? Who will, uh, uh, let's say, train? This is a mm. question. And the trainees themselves, when mm. they will, what time they need, which time, the period of time, three years, one year, one week. Okay. Mm. Uh, I give you an example of the Moodle, the Moodle, uh, the Moodle platform, just extra information. The Moodle, we have me, uh, myself, I have the online uh, module. Uh, <coughs> Here, of course, they have taught us, trained us two two days, just two days to uh, to let's say to manipulate and understand the, the way how to manipulate the Moodle platform. I see that it is very hard and tiring work. Okay, and still we have some missing points when it comes to grading, when it comes to uh, submission of the uh, works. You see. So I say we need time to to implement Moodle, and they need time to implement English in non-English classes. So this is the problem, sir. This is. You know, it's uh, it's well known all around the world that whatever you do in haste, it will never succeed. Okay. I say I say if the start is wrong. Yes. If you have a bad start, you finish better. This bad results. <laughs> And this is, I see, if the start, if, if the trainers are master students and at the level of the intensive, let's say, uh, center, okay, mm. I think that the project itself will fail. 
I think. Yeah. So, and this yeah. takes us to the point of the possibility of realizing such a project in Algeria. This is what we've had discussed. Yes, this yes. is realizing the project of. So you think that it is impossible for the moment? No, 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 no. It is, it is impossible. But if just uh, we take the right, the right, let's say, uh, processes, the right steps, the right techniques, yeah. the right strategies, the right decisions, this is what we need. That's all. This is. No, oh, listen, uh, Ms. Nas uh, Mrs. Nasir, Mrs. Nasir. Yeah. All these, all these that you have said just now, uh, we have them. We have everything because we are not starting from scratch. You know, we are yeah. starting from something that already exists. At least, if we don't have it in Algeria, we can find it elsewhere, as we always do. Okay. But, but you say that the context is is different. Yes. What works in right. what works in the other cultures and with the other ideologies and other contexts maybe will not work in Algeria. Yes, that's right. And that's right. So especially yes, this is this yes. is what I, the why I this is why I said we have to think it over. It's not like that. It's not just a decision taken by someone somewhere. And just like that, no, no, we have to think it over very well, profoundly, and look to the advantages and disadvantages. R right now, time is not at our advantage because they want to apply it right now. It's not possible. Yes. Okay, but we can make it, we can make time at our advantage by giving ourselves enough time in yes. one year, two years. We yeah. train the people. We bring the, uh, the 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 curricula. We translate the the syllabus, whatever we do. We yeah. work on it for two or three years. We prepare the thing. When we build the house, do we build the house on the soil? No, we build the house on pillars. The pillar, isn't it? So we need to have strong pillars. Then we build our house, but not today. Uh, this is not science fiction. Yeah. This is education. So we have to start with the right start okay it's like putting a seed and the tomorrow and the next day we will we will we need the fruits yeah yeah that that's a uh, science fiction uh, <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. sir yes let's get back to uh, translation so you are suggesting to create cells of translation this is what, is I, what I have uh, right uh, in your uh, my CV, uh, mm -hmm. if you remember. Yes, 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 sure. Mm -hmm. I remember. So it would be part of the Department of English itself. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it okay. It's not, uh, not obligatory, you know. You you can you can have it with the uh, the uh, departments of translation. Why not? People uh, because, from the no, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, it 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 should be part of the university, not CL. Yes, yes this is. This is indeed. It is a part. Uh, the teacher should the, the cell that I would create uh, includes, sir, uh, uh, members from translation, from French, from Arabic, from English. All of them together will help each other to create uh, new uh, issues like uh, programs, uh, like uh, how to. Uh, we need each. We need each. It's like a reciprocal work. We need yeah, each other. To fulfill that project, we need each other. Okay, I cannot work uh, alone as uh, as an anglophone. No, mm -hmm. we. I need the translator. Those belonging to the department of translation. I need the francophone who belongs to uh, the French department. I need all the staff. 
to create you that also, scale. Uh, Dr. Nasser, you will also need someone from the CEL, that is why. Why do you need them? You need these people because they have a certain experience. Yeah. We're teaching, we're teaching uh, learners who have the motivation to learn the language. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not like our students. Uh, are you from the Department of English, Dr. Uh, Nasser? Yes, I'm from the Department of English. No. If you compare students of the Department of English to students who are in the CEL, there is a big difference. Yeah. Because the first, those who are in departments of English, they tell you, well, I'm the backside. I have the baccalaureate, I chose English, so I study English. Yes. They don't care. But those who go to CEL, they go on their feet because they want to learn it, the language. They, want, they know that they need it. Yeah. So motivation is very important here. Yes. That's why if you create a cell, Yes. Made of people from different departments, French, English, whatever, translation. You need someone from Syria because their experience with with yeah. uh, students from other departments will be very good for you. It will be beneficial for you. Yes. And your idea, your idea helped me to uh, add something that we need also members from the other disciplines at the, mm. the university. Like yeah. uh, like like Islamic sciences, we need a member. We need uh, from computer sciences to be mediators, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Representatives from different departments, okay, to discuss the issue. Maybe we will come to a conclusion. Uh, to come to uh, let's say uh, a very let's say uh, a beneficial result for uh, for manipulation of english in their classes okay yeah yes yeah. and you you need you need people from other departments in particular if you start uh translating uh, translating sorry if you start translating the the programs if you translate yeah, programs, programs yes indeed you, cannot, you as a translator uh, you, you cannot work alone because you need someone who knows the concepts yes. in present yes. Arabic. he would help you to find the appropriate term in english Okay. We, need, we need specialists in the in the subject matter. We need specialists yeah. in translation, and we need specialists in languages. In languages, and definitely yeah. and social linguists. Yes. Social linguists, in yes. particular, why? Because yes. the social linguists are someone who works with language and society and culture. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have talked so about. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have Go talked on. about meaning, and also we had a side talk with Dr. Nasira. She said yeah. that uh, teachers who are going to be trained. Uh, to learn English, that is, teachers who belong to the scientific department are not going to be influenced by meaning as much as teachers who belong to the humanities department who deal with philosophy. So here, the pragmatic side of language, I mean, plays a great role in translation. Mm. Yes, it is. It is. Listen, whenever you translate, pragma pragmatics is there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yes. Because uh, I said it in the beginning, we are not translating words for words. No, we are translating concepts for concepts. And a concept belongs to a culture. And maybe it does not exist in another culture. Or it doesn't exist in the uh, target uh, culture. Mm -hmm. So, you have to be pragmatic. Uh, I, I had the, the, uh, the opportunity to translate so many articles and papers yeah. uh, from the various disciplines. As from time to time, I found myself lost, lost in translation. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah. you don't know how to translate from Arabic into English or from French into English if you don't know how the English people think about that thing. Okay. Yes, exactly. 
Okay. So, so uh, I, I've, I've read uh, some uh, documents that said, uh, of course, trans translation is a positive, of course, has uh, has positive aspects in in, uh, in transmitting meaning, meaning. But at the same time, uh, using the L1 for a long time uh, in the same class, in the same hour, will make the learners, let's say, uh, lead them to not be uh, fluent in that language. A lack mm. of vocabulary. Translation should mm. be limited, limited, should be limited, not always used because the purpose is communicative. We have to raise, to have to foster, not to harm, to harm students' mm. fluency. Since we need to foster the communicating purpose, uh, communication among teacher and learner, Hence, here we have to uh, let's say to limit somehow the use of translation within classes. Okay, we just use it uh, depending depending on the situation. I cannot say where exactly uh, and when exactly, but it depends on the, the teacher, the course, and the time and the module it uh, it, uh, it is taught. Okay, maybe sometimes I need to translate only terms, uh, let's terminology. However, explaining them, explaining them, I could use simple English translation. And translation yeah. is not only verbal translation. I can use non-verbal translation, like using objects, like photographs, like uh, like uh, let's say uh, uh, presenting things that will make the others understand with mm. another verbal language okay yeah, so yeah. i think at, at this point we need uh, sorry to interrupt you but i think at this point we need to uh, to make um, to make it clear that there is a difference between using uh, translation as a means of encoding and translation as a means of decoding when you are going to use translation mm. to decode that is to explain to your students yeah. I mean mm. to explain in yeah. Arabic or in using another yeah. uh, in another language other than the medium of instruction. But yeah. as a means of uh, of encoding, it means that you are going to use English or and Arabic to create a curricula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, yes, sir. The floor is yours. The mic, the mic is yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, this is the problem of the sender and the receiver, okay? The problem of the sender and the receiver. As I said, if you don't know where you are heading, you will be lost in translation, okay? So English to, to, to encode, English to encode, will be really problematic for those who are not... Specialized. Uh, ...who are not used to use English, okay? I make it Yes, yes, sure. Listen, if if you have a, a candidate from uh, from departments where where everything is taught in Arabic, for example, like uh, Islamia, Islamia, yeah, Islamia, yeah. like uh, philosophy, like uh, like uh, history and geography, yeah. and you want to teach them uh, English, you know, they 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 would like. Uh, I, I I would like to stress this because we didn't talk about it before. We are talking about translation, but are we talking also about uh, spontaneous translation when someone is talking quickly? Okay, or are we talking about uh, translating what is written? Mm. Okay, and then when it comes to the learners, 
and they would like to write in English something that is already in Arabic. The problem will be with the, the, the language itself, because it needs a mastery of the language. Yeah, yeah. The mastery, a mastery yeah. of the structure of the language. Yeah. So someone, uh, another example, someone who, who comes from a department where instead of being taught English, uh, that is uh, the general English, he or she was taught German or Spanish. How would they do? Yeah. You see? This is a problem These at the level of form. The, sorry, the problem? This is up? a problem at the level of form, not only meaning. Yes, yes, it's form, it's form. Uh, meaning. You can have the meaning because it, the meaning is in your mind. Mm -hmm. But yes. what about the words? What about the structure? The grammatical structure? Mm -hmm. When you move from Arabic into English, you are moving from a grammar of Arabic to another grammar of English, which is not, they are not the same. Okay. But sir, here, uh, sorry, sir, here we, uh, when we will deliver a, a, a lecture using English, the problem is that not we speak, we can't speak about the, the form because when we will use English mm. as a medium, just as a tool to transmit, to transmit, we have to uh, neglect uh, the the Arabic form at all because we will be. Uh, teachers using that we will transmit a knowledge the knowledge mm. what is knowledge information we will just yeah. change what we will change the tool of trans transmission which is language yeah. when we teach with arabic we respect the structure and both form and meaning of the arabic when we mm. will use french we will teach the same course you just do it as an experiment imagine yeah. that you will teach the same group using different tools each time you use french another time you english another time arabic here you have the shift from from one to another language here the, the problem of structure or the the form is not a problem i see it as a not a problem because when i use french i will teach and i will respect the french structure and for a meaning when i use english also i have to uh, take care about its structure and a form when i use arabic also i have to the problem is not and in esp classes what is said in esp classes esp the purpose of teaching esp is communicative purpose means what does it mean here meaning meaning surpasses grammar it is here wilkins wilkins when you read the wilkins book uh, mm -hmm. notional functional functional syllabus design here the uh, in teaching non-english learners uh, esp learners or here the folks in the communicative verbs i say even i say let's say according to them according to them the uh, what is important is what to understand me and i understand you okay using simple english i have taught i have taught difference as you see yasmin in my uh, curriculum vita cv i have taught different different uh, uh, seven or uh, ten uh, let's say different specialties in english i have taught doctoral students in different specialties what i uh, the the problem in class i used the video as a material of teaching Mm -hmm. So I used English, no Arabic. What I noticed yeah. in all these uh, different specialties, I noticed, remarked something which is very important that learners really 
understand the language. The receptive skills are easy to grasp. However, the problem in what in the uh, productive skills when they want yeah. to speak and they want to write, this is the problem. But also, I back to the uh, to the. Uh, uh, what I have said before, for the anglophone and francophone, there is no problem. It means when I write communication, it's the same. The problem in communication. So how the writing skill as a productive skill is less somehow in terms of difficulty than the Arabic teachers or the Arabic uh, learners, okay, when they use English. That's why I said I didn't use English, no Arabic at all. Mm -hmm. And concerning drama, drama, I, I focus on meaning, but grammar and pronunciation comes mm. and put implicitly. There is mm -hmm. no course said or title of course phonetics or grammar today. We will have to grammar. No, mm. grammar, phonetics, and other cultural issues or concepts taught implicitly within the context. Okay, mm -hmm. and this is what I noticed that the receptive skills are really easy for them they understand because nowadays with technology all the learners all the learners let's say uh, uh, master english uh, listening to songs and uh, watching movies in english the problem is in when they come to productive skills and this is the problem okay yes this is what i said it's called when when we come to ask them to translate spontaneously uh, orally yeah uh it will be a very big issue first and then when it yeah. comes to writing to translating from arabic into english it will yeah. be also another problem because here it will be completely grammatical problem mm -hmm. not a meaningful problem it's not a matter of meaning because they know what they are going to say but it will be a matter of mastery mastery of mastering the uh the target language in matter of structure of syntactic structure yeah. um, I make yeah. so the question that I am raising here is when we are talking, uh, when we talk about translation, are we talking about just the uh, oral translation or are we also talking about the written translation? And as you said, uh, if we talk about skills, which skills are we going to concentrate, to focus on? On yeah. the receptive or on the productive? Which ones? Yeah. You know, I am here thinking about the, the doctoral students who are obliged these years yeah these few, three future uh, next years to to have lectures to have uh, english yeah uh, i'm thinking about them these students we should not forget that they are not students of english they are doctoral students who yeah. are asked to write a doctoral thesis in english yeah okay mm -hmm. so what they need they need the productive skill very much Am I clear? Yeah. So, if we start teaching them with the, the the receptive the receptive skills, that's quite normal. They need to listen. They need to read. But later on, they will tell tell you, "I am a doctor or future doctor, and I need to write." Not only I have to write a doctoral thesis, but I also have to write and publish an article in English. Mm. So they need the grammar. Okay. Also. Mm -hmm. So yes. they need to master the language itself. Yeah. You see? Even, even, sir, even here in this case, in this case, when, when you speak, if we implement really the English as a medium of inter, in, uh, interaction within different classes, uh, let's say not doctoral uh, classes or students, mm. even mm. those students, all the exams are uh, taken the form of written exams. 
how yeah, the students, yeah. do, do, how the students try, uh, let's say, answer the questions of the teacher in English, in their specialty in English. They need mm. also hear the structure of the language, the grammar, the different rules of writing, aspects of writing, mechanics of writing. And here we can say that is the types of uh, translation. Even we have a, a receptive translation and we have a productive translation here we can sp speak about. Uh, yes, that's right, that's right. But I think there is a bigger burden for translation at the level of form. I give a radical example, for example, the Nutka Indian's language. It, it has mm -hmm. no nouns, or there is no distinction mm -hmm. between nouns and verbs. And this is a yeah. situation mm -hmm. that we cannot even imagine in using mm -hmm. our limited language, or their limited even language. Chinese. Mm -hmm. Chinese even Chinese. Even Chinese, also. exactly. Even Chinese. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, yes. what is the burden of, of translation in making students self-aware, or at least give them the skill to translate from one language to another? Uh, re repeat the question, please, because my memory is somehow. Uh, okay, yes, there is no problem. I have uh, said that there is a problem mean, at the level mean, of I have form. the answer. Mm -hmm. That there is, is problem. for students mm -hmm. or, to, or teachers or the ones who are going to create the curricula. I mean, the translators. Here, we have a problem at the level of the form. They need to be aware of both yeah. of the form of both languages, the target language mm -hmm. and the uh, mother tongue. So here, what are the techniques uh, see, or strategies that, yes, that the translator uses yeah. is to secure this uh, right translation, if you can say. For for me, for me, for me, if we speak about translation at different levels, at different levels, if I speak about the doctoral level, those doctoral students or researchers, researchers in general who needs really to translate their articles, their abstracts, their okay. Here, of course, the uh, if if there is no possibility to master the uh, the linguistic level or, or the, let's say the linguistic competence or the rules of grammar at that language, it is easy. Here, the candidates or the researcher should be contact should contact the uh, specialist. Uh, to help for asking for help and nowadays we notice that that uh, that some journals uh, oblige or we can say uh, the researchers to uh, let's say to proofread proofread their articles their, their abstracts from arabic to english by a specialist like a doctor at the department of english uh, to accept the article uh, it is named like this Mm, yeah, Here, right, for right. at the level of the doctoral level or researchers who uh, are free to searching for their personal, let's say, uh, but uh, it is not a problem. They have just to contact the specialist. But the problem is at the level at uh, students at class when they want to translate the, the lectures. Okay, this is the problem within the classroom. Okay, so here, what you can say, Dr. <laughs> uh yes i uh i agree with you that is uh, that, that this is a fact that we need to to um to have a certain mastery of the language uh because uh the, these students are in a, in a hurry you know these students as you said the doctoral candidates they are in a hurry to write and also in a hurry to learn how to speak okay so they have the, the two productive skills that they need to master, okay? Uh, 
So we need to give them enough time and we need to give them the appropriate means, the appropriate means, which means, which means the grammar, the grammar of the language. Am I clear? Yeah. The grammar of the language, and this this is this is going to take a long time. You know, it's going to take a long time because we know that many of them, many of the doctoral students have the level of beginners, in particular those who come from departments where where the specialties were taught to them in Arabic, not in French, not uh, I don't know in German or whatever. Okay, mm -hmm. so this is what I think. Uh, in particular, uh, as an issue to the, the teaching of English uh, to all uh, university level, uh, simply because uh, although it is a, a good decision, but it needs to have uh, to have uh, a serious uh, involvement and commitment on the part of the uh, decision makers and the didacticians and the translators. We cannot do that just like that, just from one day to another. We need to think about all the possible issues and challenges that we have. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, we should not forget that we are talking about learners, and the learners have as characteristics that they are not the same. They don't learn in the same way. They don't have the same motivations. Uh, they don't have uh, the same uh, aim. In fact, okay. So all these things must be taken into consideration. It's not just a matter of form or matter of structure. These things, we can have them if we have enough time. We have the same problem with students who come to learn English in, in, the, the, in the BA, La Licence. Mm -hmm. yes. when, they, when they come, you see that they, uh, they give you the impression that they have never heard about English before. Yeah, that is a loss. They don't. They tell you what is this. We don't understand what you are talking about. Yeah. Uh, we so it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We have to bear in mind that we have learners who are in a hurry to learn the language because they want to publish, and then they want to to participate to conferences and so on and so forth. Am I clear? Yeah, yeah, sure. According yeah. to you, according to you, sir, yeah. uh, those uh, those learner who are ESP learners or in hurry to learn English yeah. as quick as possible. According to you, if they fulfill their their need to to use English, uh, what yeah. what after that do you they escape the language or they start still keep learning English? According to you, if they fulfill the need the need what I need English for. Uh, mm. to, to publish or to translate or according to you after the fulfilling the need their, their needs according to you what will after they is the language or they stop learning or they will be not motivated or what is what is the motivating thing that make them learn it is the need that's all i need english yes. to fulfill a need if the need is 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 uh, achieved achieved what mm. else do they escape learning or they what, no, what, what no. i don't think so i don't think so you know nowadays everything is published in english everything yeah. if you I... want if you want to get to be famous and well known and recognized for your job for your work sorry mm -hmm. for your research you have to publish in english so those learners you are talking about if they reach the level of mastering the language but mastering uh, we have to put it between the commas uh, let's say we with certain level 
since the level that we are focusing on, in, uh, I said in my in the uh, doctoral commission, is uh, CIWA. The level is CIWA. Okay. So if they reach that level, I don't think that these learners are going to stop. They don't stop because they need. They know that they need the language every time from now on. They will need yes. it, I not just, only to publish yes. but also to teach. Because don't forget that teaching in Algeria is going to shift to English. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is you what see? I need to confirm. It is a confirmation from you, sir, that uh, those needs are unlimited, endless needs. Okay. Yes, endless and, needs. Yes, they uh, don't endless stop. Needs. They don't mm -hmm. stop, of course. They always need uh, the English all the time, and especially when it is uh, over generalized in all the disciplines. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, Miss Yasmin. Uh, what what I want to add is that at some point the language itself becomes a motivation. When they learn the language, then they are going to use it. Yes, certainly. Yes, you know everything. Everything proceeds from motivation. If they are not motivated, exactly. they will not learn. But if they are motivated, they will mm -hmm. become very good learners, and then later on, very good users of the language. Yes. Yes. Motivation. Yes, yes, me, Doctor Yasmin. Uh, of course, uh, uh, all teachers of English are lucky to study the, that specialty because uh, uh, each time I meet or I met, uh, let's say, a colleague or certain a, a learner, or they said you are lucky to master English because it is the key uh, to open exactly. all doors. Let's say it's exactly. the key Especially of the technology. Days. It's Mm -hmm. Nowadays, it's the key of uh, tourism. It is the key of everything. That's why you are lucky as, as teachers of English to be as this. Would you so like to add I, anything concerning translation yes. in the end? Yes. So uh, I, I, I come to conclude uh, uh, to the issue, the issue of translation and the project itself, which is the uh, English as a medium of uh, of uh, interaction. I come to conclude. The, my conclusion is all all depend uh, between parentheses s all depend on the appropriate use of e m i which is english as a medium of instruction and the appropriate use of the t m t which i name it the translation as a medium of transition from from a source language to the target language whatever the target language is or the source language is i say from english or french from english or any language and also we come to conclude that the appropriate training in of teachers uh, in English uh, as what as uh, the uh, as a medium of interaction as practitioners we name even the name of the teacher should be changed to be practitioners because the ESP uh, those who teach English for uh, practitioners this is my conclusion depends on the appropriateness and readiness readiness of all sides the project itself the teachers trainers and who will train and so on and so forth this yeah. is my conclusion oh good thank you you yes. have summarized everything <laughs> yes i would like just to add that we should not forget our own context because if we uh, if you if you go back for example to the lmd system uh, which was also a political decision imposed on us 
it, it did, I cannot say that it succeeded in Algeria simply because it was taken from a context which is completely different from ours. Okay, so the same thing we want to translate or when we want to use English for ESP. We always need to take into consideration our context. This is here, the sociolinguist talking. I am talking as a sociolinguist and I tell you, we, we need to uh, never forget uh, our levels and our ways of teaching and our ways of learning. Okay? Yeah. Yes. So I will. We, we, need, we need not to be idealistic, but we need to be realistic. Okay. Okay. Doctor Yasmin, just one uh, one sentence, just to finish. Yes. Uh, I would like just to say that concerning translation and the uh, regarding the context, the ideology, the uh, uh, the culture, and etc. So here I can say also another point, which is very important: the overuse of translation within mm. classes within classes will harm the students mm. motivation to learn rather than fostering their motivation to acquire and to learn and to reach fluency this is uh, uh, translation is like a coin with uh, two faces negative mm. and positive so we have to benefit from the positive aspect and the overuse its overuse will harm not foster the issue of fluency and the, the project itself. Okay. Yes, thank uh, you well, so much. Thank you for this. Thank you so uh, much for enriching your welcome. Uh, discussion, Professor Bashir and Dr. Nasera. Hopefully, we are going to have more collaboration in the future. Inshallah. 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 No problem, Marco. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, Yasmin, I have to thank you, Yasmin, for this uh, interactive and uh, fruitful discussion. And with uh, the Professor Buhania uh, Bashir, I meet you in this space, virtual space, wishing that uh, meeting you together in uh, uh, in person, let's say, context, maybe uh, in our university. Inshallah, Or maybe I will be saying, this is, of course, uh, the uh, to uh, and I have to thank you again for this mission, inshallah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. So much. You are welcome here in some, some, somehow, all of you are welcome in Adha. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Inshallah. Okay. Inshallah. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. -bye. See you. Good.